0: We usually only reach out to people when we actually need something from them. And we miss the ability to connect without reciprocity being at play or without advice being needed. It's just like a true and honored connection. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. So you're listening to a podcast called The Gold Digger and it likely would not surprise you that I'm someone who loves to set intentional goals. And one of my goals for this year was to really be thoughtful at fostering more adult relationships, specifically with other women in my life. You know, it's funny, I actually had an article that went up onto like Good Morning America about how so many of us women are lonely and we're feeling really isolated and we're coming up from generations that talk about how it like takes a village to raise children and we're looking around and we feel broken because we don't have a village. And today's episode is not meant to say I figured it all out because I'm still very deep in the process. However, In reflecting on how this year has panned out, I have found some really beautiful trends to how I've been able to cultivate and focus on really deep and special relationships with other women in my life, and just how enriching that experience has been. So consider today's episode very much a topic still in process, but something that I want to kind of peel back the curtain on and hopefully provide some tangible takeaways that you can apply in your life. If you are someone who is tuning in today and you feel lonely or you see other people who have, you know, this group of girlfriends and you're like, why am I all alone staring at these posts on Instagram without a friend in sight? Let's break it down today and walk away feeling empowered to foster beautiful relationships as your life continues to unfold. Are you ready? Let's dive on in. What if you could find, track, and close deals all in one place? And what if your schedule and your goals, your to-do list and emails were organized in one tab instead of dozens? What if connecting with customers didn't leave you with so many what ifs? And what if I stopped talking in questions and just told you about HubSpot Sales Hub? Meet the new powerful and easy to use sales software designed to help sales teams prospect smarter, grow revenue faster, and mine deeper customer insights all on one connected platform. With HubSpot Sales Hubs, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked on a highly customizable platform that's actually a joy to use. It's smart software for smart sales teams who want to close the year strong. Visit HubSpot.com slash sales to learn more. That's hubspot.com slash sales. This episode is sponsored by dose expertly formulated organic wellness shots that support your liver in one delicious drink. Go to dosedaily.co slash gold digger and use the code gold digger for 15% off your first order, plus an additional 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. So this is a topic that is not new to the show. In fact, I did an episode, episode number 548, where I talked about who is in my close circle. I have this belief that there are five different types of friendships that we should have in our life. And I kind of want for you to do a quick inventory before we dive on into the tactical advice. So the types of friendships, and I cover this at length in episode 548, which we've linked in today's show notes and show description. But the five different types of friends include lifelong friends. So for me, those are my high school friends. Those are my college friends. Those are my friends who knew me before I ever had this business or this platform. Then there are life stage friends. So these are people who are at a very similar life stage as me. So for me in this stage of my life, these are local moms that I want to connect with. There are likeness friends, people who have similar interests, hobbies, or career. For me right now, it's my entrepreneurial friends. Then there are the love friends, or as I call them, the unconditional love friends. For me, this is my family, the people who know you better than yourself that can call you out. And then lastly, leadership friends. So these are mentors or peers who excel in areas that you are hoping to grow. So again, to recap, it's lifelong friends, life stage friends, likeness friends, love And leadership. And so I love to kind of think of relationships from the most enriching way and how powerful it is to have just a variety of friends in your life that can support you in different ways, right? There are friends who you are going to go to for advice on motherhood or marriage. There are friends who are you you are going to go talk about marketing strategies to, and there's something beautiful about having. A very rich group of friends so that you feel supported, so that you build that village that you're looking for. And so I love that episode. Go on back if you haven't listened to it or if this is a topic you wanna go a little bit deeper on. But I want for you to be thinking about these different types of friendships and relationships in your life, even if they've fizzled out, so that you can start to think about, okay who do I want in my corner, right? We've all heard that quote of like, you're like the five people you spend the most time with. And so it's like, how do you cultivate friendships with five people who know you, who love you, who support you and who encourage you? So I have been doing this practice in my life literally for a decade. I've shared it multiple times on this podcast, but every single day I try to reach out to at least Three people. Now, this all started back in the day when I was huge into CrossFit and it was like a 20 minute drive. And I would just sit and listen to music and I would just let people pop into my mind. And I am someone who doesn't believe that people just like pop into my mind randomly. I feel like there's always a reason, whether I'm praying to God of like who needs encouragement or who needs that outreach today, or I feel like the universe is just pointing me in this direction of like you need to get in touch with this person. I love reaching out to at least three people a day. I would say that most days I'm probably reaching out to five people a day. Does it take time? Absolutely. But does it allow for a deeper connection? Entirely. So a lot of times, if it's someone I haven't talked to in a while, I will say, hey, no need to respond just to know that I'm thinking of you. If you have a minute, I would love to hear how you're doing or if there's anything I can do to support you. If it's someone that I talk to every single day, I'll usually send a voice memo of, hey, what's going on? This is what I've got on my plate today. This is what I'm doing. And so I love just connecting with people. One thing that was really powerful that happened at the beginning of the year that helped me really set this intention of like going deeper with friendships is I was in a mastermind with a lot of the top thought leaders in the world. And we were all going around and just kind of sharing how we were doing. And so many people had just said that like, I had been this voice of encouragement for them over the year. And I think a lot of times when we do those outreaches, maybe you don't hear back, maybe that person's super busy or swamped, maybe they haven't responded to texts in like five days, you sometimes wonder, like, does it even matter? And it was wild as people went around how many people had just said that like, Oh, Jenna, like you were there for me when I went through this or you reached out on the perfect day. And I'm not saying this to like toot my own horn by any means, but I remember leaving and my best friend, Amy Porterfield was next to me. And she said, I knew you were a really great friend to me, but I am blown away by how you've been a great friend to so many people. And I think that that doesn't just happen. It's through intentionality. And so maybe you just start, you set a reminder for a certain time every day and you just reach out to people. And here's what I think happens a lot is that we usually only reach out to people when we actually need something from them. And we miss the ability to connect without reciprocity being at play or without advice being needed. It's just like a true and honored connection. And I love just touching base with people or saying that i'm thinking of you. Someone actually recently did this to me and it was on a day that i was just having a crappy day and it was my friend Jonathan and he was like, "Hey, just to know that i'm thinking of you and your family, like i hope you're doing well." And like it arrived at like the perfect time. And so it's like if you can do that for other people, that's a very simple practice and it allows you to kind of get in conversation or be there in support. And you never know what people are going through on a day-to-day basis and so being that person that just says, "Hey, you matter." Can make a huge difference. So, one thing in reflecting on this year and why I really wanted to do this episode is I'm very proud that this year I've been able to deeply connect with so many of my friends from all different stages of life. I'm talking my high school friends, my college roommates, my friends from Wisconsin before I even started a business. My entrepreneurial friends, I have been really, really intentional this year at setting aside time just for connection. And it's really interesting because there were a lot of years as an entrepreneur that I will admit that I was really lonely. I was like head down in the work. I felt like I didn't have time for friendship. And I think a lot of people do that, right? Like we almost feel like there's this ultimatum, like either I am like, Doing all the work, my computer is open twenty four seven. Or like, I don't have time for a coffee date with that friend. And what I've realized is that every single time I get together with someone, something beautiful happens. Maybe I have a new realization. Maybe I have something new that I'm curious about. Maybe I got to instill some knowledge in them. Whatever that is, it is a beautiful exchange. And I don't know if you're like me, but every time I have plans, like the day of the plans, I am so tempted to cancel. Like I am that person where I'm like, if somebody just says that we cancel, I'll be totally fine staying home. Like I'm such a homebody. But when we follow through, I am always so grateful. Like it is always just like, we need to do this more. Like that's how we feel about it. So, I have been able to do a lot of getaways. Now, let me preface this and say, I recognize that it is a privilege to be able to have childcare, to be able to afford to do a getaway, to be able to travel, to be away from my children, whatever that looks like. But this year I've been able to do actual getaways with a plethora of my friend groups. And that is something that when I think of this year, the highlights of my year are so much centered around those little getaways. And so How we did it that worked really well. If you are like, okay, next year I just wanna do one weekend getaway with my girlfriends, plan in advance, choose a neutral location so nobody is busy hosting commit financially and then show up. Even just getting the date on the calendar can feel impossible. We had 8 of us who are speakers and entrepreneurs who are launching things who are, you know, mothers and like somehow we all got together in a neutral location and I think that part of that was we all put a deposit down even if it wasn't required. I would say get some skin in the game so people show up. And it really helps if you can get that buy-in so that people don't back out at the last minute. Like there's a reason why they're going to be there. And so plan in advance, choose a neutral location, commit financially, and then show up. So one of the things that has been newer for me, and I actually expressed this on a podcast episode, is like I really had a deep desire to connect with other local moms, You know, I feel like I was just telling someone yesterday, I was like, they asked how I was doing. And I'm like, I feel like I am finally coming out of the fog that comes from being a new mom. And like, I am five years into motherhood, right? But when I think about my journey, I've had four pregnancies, two children, I've been pregnant or breastfeeding, I'm still breastfeeding. So over the last like five, six years, I've either been pregnant or nursing pretty much the entire time. And so I feel like I'm finally coming out of that like survival mode. And one of my biggest goals was like, I really want to connect with other local moms. And so Drew and I went to this fundraiser for Coco's school and we honestly knew maybe four people there total. It was like this huge gala, people were all dressed up, It was super fun. And we recognize that because of COVID and the pandemic, we missed out on like the traditional experience for new parents when their kid enters school. Like there was no like meetups or like abilities to, you know, participate in the classroom or, you know, there's all these activities and things that usually allow other parents to connect that had been totally removed because of the pandemic. And so Coco is three years into her school journey at a local Montessori school and like, we didn't know any parents and Drew does drop off and pick up every day. So like, he'll see parents at like the pickup and drop off line, but like, I don't ever get exposed to other moms. And so I was like, I really want to make an intentional effort to connect with other moms. And so when we went to that gala, we kind of put ourselves out there and we started meeting other parents. And at that gala, one of the parents bid on an auction item of this like parents night out dinner at one of our favorite restaurants, local. And so we got invited by them to go to this dinner. And from that dinner, we started this text thread. And now we literally check in on each other like every couple of weeks and we plan one meetup every single month. So there's like six of us moms. We did brunch after school drop off one day. Right now we're planning like a dinner night and it has just been so refreshing to be with other parents who are in a similar stage. Who are also, you know, care about different things. And one thing that I've really realized, especially with friendships, is like our world is so polarizing right now. Like it is so hard to connect with people and to know, like, okay, do they parent the way that I do? Do they politically align with the things I align with? Are they in the same area of their faith as I am? And there's just so many areas of our world today and the media today that make us feel like it is a this or that there is no room for like a both and or even just a deeper understanding and I think what is so hard especially with friendships is that we almost create these echo chambers either knowingly or unknowingly where we are only getting fed one side of the narrative and I remember the first dinner that we went out with all the moms. It was so refreshing because we were talking about like all different realms from marriage to politics, to gun control, to parenting styles. And it was just nice because we didn't all align on all of the things, but we had this beautiful rich discussion where I was like, okay, we're not just all going to sit together and say, how was things? How are you doing? Great. Fine. Busy. Wonderful. Like we were actually going to talk about real stuff and it was just really refreshing. So we started a group text thread, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, but like, I love this group of moms. Cause like the other night, one of them texted and was like, keep it real. How many times a week do you actually bathe your kids? And like, we were all just like laughing and like sending emojis and things like that. And it's just nice to have a group of local women who are in a similar stage who also can remind you about things like sending vegetables to school with your kid for when they make stone soup and things like that. So the other thing I will say is like, if you are in a parenting season, I love play dates. like usually Saturdays, we'll do a play date with someone. And that way we get in adult conversations, the kids get to have fun. And so like, I was not someone who historically enjoyed hosting. And since we moved into our new house, I'm like, Everyone, come over. Let's all hang out. Let the kids do what they want to do. Let us adults try to have conversation. And so, if you can incorporate motherhood into friendship and find other moms that you connect with, oh my gosh, there are also things like local mops groups doing mommy and me activities, lingering at the school pickup and drop-off line, going to parks. We meet so many families at different parks or out on hikes, and so that was something that has been really enriching and just something that I want to continue to foster. Do you like fast paced and packed with value stories of successful entrepreneurs from failures to aha moments to what's working for them today? If so, you will love Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by my friend, John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey and create the life you've always dreamed of. Their recent episodes about starting an RV rental business, the future of real estate, and how to cultivate a mindset of resilience have all got my wheels turning on how to generate more revenue and fulfillment. Listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. Obviously, health has been a huge focus for me in the last few years. And Dose's expertly formulated organic wellness shots have become a staple in my daily routine. These are the only kind of shots Drew and I are throwing back these days, and they are honestly delicious. Now, unlike other wellness shots, Dose doesn't contain any standard juices or powders, and it's formulated with organic herbs. It's vegan, gluten, and dairy-free and contains zero sugar plus while many other brands may talk about the individual ingredients in their products being clinically studied, what sets dose apart is that their formula has also undergone clinical testing illustrating how well the product performs if you want to give dose a shot and invest in your health, dose is offering gold digger listeners 15% off your first order plus an additional 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. that's 30% off your first order go to dosedaily.co gold digger and Use the code Gold Digger. That's dosedaily.co slash Gold Digger and use the code Gold Digger. Okay, so speaking of group texts, hear me out on this. I know that you have been in group text chains where you are dying to get off of them or you never asked to be on them, but I have found so much power in having really beautiful group text conversations. That way, when you are in a group text thread, it leaves room for more people to carry the conversation. That way you don't feel this urgency to respond or this guilt of like, Oh my God, I don't have time to respond right now. Oh, I'm dropping the ball. They're going to think I'm mad at them. And so I love good group text threads where you can like hive mind, or you can all kind of collaborate whenever, or, you know, you can respond in five to 10 business days, whatever that looks like. Most of my group texts are like three people. So like my college roommates, my friends in Wisconsin, we have these small group text threads, but it allows us to stay in the loop with each other with less back and forth communication without feeling like, you have to like touch base with all these individual people. And so I love it. Like even today I talked to my college roommates, we were talking about business and marriage. I talked to my Wisconsin friends. We were brainstorming a job title for one of my friends who's moving in a new direction with her business. I talked to the mom friends, we were coordinating a dinner out. And so it's like, again, it doesn't have to take a ton of time, but I love actual group texts just because it takes the pressure off. It allows you to connect with more people with less time involved and it also just allows a place where you can like ask questions like i am notorious i used to tease my mom growing up we used to tell her like mom you are like 21 questions. It's so embarrassing when our friends come over. And now I have turned into that person. That's probably why I host podcasts. But I love asking like, what are you working on? What are you proud of yourself for? What are you leaving behind it? Now, I understand it. Most people, if you like texted them that, they'd be like, what do you want? Or like, what are you working on? But if people get to know you as that person who's asking those real questions in their life, they're going to appreciate it. And so I just love that. I think group texts, I'm giving it two thumbs up. Okay, another fun way. If you are a reader, start a book club. It can be super informal. You can meet on Zoom. Growing up, my mom always had this sewing club with her friends. They never once brought a needle and thread. Like they called it sewing club, and I loved it. It was this cute way for once a month, they would get together, they would rotate around whose house they went to. It was like six women. They would all drink wine and connect. And like I loved seeing that as an example of ways that my mom fostered relationships. And during COVID, we actually started a book club. So it was just my family and another family that we grew up in. All the women do this book club. We actually took a little hiatus this summer because we were all so busy. But I've loved it. Like we have read probably gosh 15 books over the last couple years together. And it's such great conversation, and I love it too because it's multigenerational. So it's with our moms. So like we get their perspective, their insight, their knowledge, and then we also kind of get to bring up the new generation. We all come at it from different places. Some of us are moms. Some of us have partners. Like whatever that looks like. So if you are a book reader, start a small little book club. If you're going to be reading anyways, you might as well have conversations about it. Okay, the next one is this, and hear me out. It's going to be a little controversial, but stick with me. Spa days. Okay, now. I literally got ragged on the other day for this. Someone literally said, Are you at the spa every single week? And fair point. Fair point. There are not a lot of indulgences that I spend my money on, but dang it, I love a good spa. I love the robe. I love the slippers. I love the locker. I love everything. Like, if I could be a spa connoisseur, I mean, I'm well on my way. Now, I totally understand not everyone is in a place that they can go to a spa. You might have a spa night at home, which is in fact what I did for my 10 year old birthday. I had friends over and we made these like face masks out of like banana and oatmeal. I have no idea where we got the recipe. Maybe you have a night where everyone paints their nails and they each bring their favorite nail polish, whatever that looks like. The thing is, is that if you can talk to women who are likely exhausted and tired and need a break from real life, they're going to say yes. Now, I have gotten to do spa trips with my team, with all the different friend groups. That has been the way that I found that women will commit because you actually leave the trip feeling more rested and recharged than when you left. Maybe I'm just getting old, but like the thought of doing like a bachelorette party and drinking three days in a row and like going out on the town, I would take two months to recover. I mean, I don't even drink anymore, but it would take me so long to recover. I would come home and I'd be even more wiped out. So I feel like this whole relaxation vibe thing, whether it's a spa trip or a retreat, or even just a night in a hotel where you don't leave the room and you wear a robe and you watch Bravo TV or you connect, whatever that looks like, that is what most women want. So how can you create those experiences in your life? Because you're going to get more buy-in and people are going to commit better. Again, I recognize it's not for everyone. That is the one thing that I will spend my money on without blinking because I love a good spa. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full-time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years, we've had many visitors and we've even been voted Superhost several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which Adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit, whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day return. That's QUINCE.com slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Okay. The next one is accountability partners. So, this is huge. I love having accountability in my life. I mean, this podcast sometimes serves as accountability. Like when I come on and say, I'm going to work on friendships, I know I'm going to be reporting on how I did. I am not someone who is very private with my goals or super secretive. So if you have a friend in your life who is trying something new or going after a similar goal, or they're kind of on a parallel path to you, have accountability and make it something that is super intentional. Like make it the way that you stay in touch. You check in on each other, whether you have like a shared note on your iPhone where you're checking things off or you're adding in updates or wins, or you're getting on a weekly phone call and you're talking through it. This year I joined a mastermind, the CEO mama mastermind led by my friend, Natalie Ellis. And every two weeks there's a phone call and like, Most of the time I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for this call. And every single time, whether I contribute or not and just listen in, I am walking away with something, whether it's inspiration or encouragement or just feeling less alone. And so invite accountability into your life in as many ways as you can, whether it's joining a course or hiring a mentor or getting a therapist or whatever that looks like, or just sharing your goals out loud with your audience or with your friends, it is going to make you more likely listen to this stat individuals who share their goals with an accountability partner were 65% more likely to achieve those goals compared to those who do not have one. (laughs) For me, I'm smiling because obviously Amy Porterfield and I are really good business friends, but we also have a lot of accountability in our lives with each other on different things that we're working on, whether it's working out and enjoying it or eating well. The other day I like text I was like, how much protein have you had today? And I love having friendships where we're not just, you know, stuck in those high levels. Like, oh, I'm good, I'm busy, the kids are good, we're healthy or we're not healthy, whatever that looks like. I wanna go deeper. And so I think that having an accountability partner can be really huge. That is really what I've got for you today. I am again, very much in process, but in reflecting on this year, so many of my highlights were around at this time that I've had with women that I have had to be incredibly intentional with. I've had to invest in whether it's time or energy or finances. I want people to not feel so dang lonely, whether it is in motherhood, whether it is in marriage, whether it is in your single life, whether it is in the pursuit of starting a business, whether it's in scaling or shutting down, like wherever you're at, this life is not meant to be a solo sport. And in order to invite the right people into your life, you have to be intentional about that. So what would that look like for you? If you want to go deeper or ask yourself some of those bigger questions, I highly encourage you grabbing a copy of my book, How Are You Really? I will link it in the show notes. It's howareyoureallybook.com. And here are my final tips in closing. Be the person who reaches out, get a date on the calendar, get creative with what connecting looks like, be present when you are together, set the next date before you leave and commit to showing up. Join us inside of the Gold Digger Podcast Insiders group. It is a Facebook group that is hopping with 60,000 gold diggers just like you. It's an amazing community. We have linked it in today's show notes and description. I know that entrepreneurship specifically can feel really lonely and you don't have to do it alone. Search on Facebook Gold Digger Podcast Insiders or click the link in our show notes. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Gold Digger podcast. I appreciate you following this evolution and being a part of this community. Thank you for making this whole thing a lot less lonely. Let's face it, life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system, too. So, what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for Next Level Mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into Episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Visit justthrivehealth.com and use a promo code GOLDDIGGER. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's justthrivehealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.